gosh. So we should probably start with something. Like maybe this is the Ridiculous People podcast. Yeah. Welcome and, people. Yeah. And I'm Alex Shannon. And I'm Liv Sengor. Oh my God. We wow. finally have a freaking podcast. This is a long time coming. I know. Thank God there's another podcast though. I mean, honestly, there weren't enough. There were not enough. No. I was really worried. I was really worried too. I think people are running out of podcast content. They really and are. They're craving something. To be honest, with these fucking MTA delays, like maybe they are running out of podcasts. Very valid. You're um, on the train for four hours now. Alex, what's the longest you've been on a train for? Ooh, mm. that's a good question. Mm. I mean, I guess if we were talking like, you know, when I took a train up to Boston mm. mm-hmm. from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. that was five hours. It's a long time. It's a long time. It's like a plane ride. But it was you know? nice, though. It was like a nice train. Those like you know, intercity it trains yo. are like, uh, they're the best. Yeah. yeah. There's just like outlets. I was like right uh, in front right? of me. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a luxury. It really was. I one time rode a plane to California that had outlets. Excuse me? Yeah. Like out, not just like the like in the armrests or things, like outlets. Like you could <gasps> plug your shit in. Isn't Ugh. that crazy? I'm excited. Yeah. I want that more. So have you seen, you saw the the Stranger Things 2 trailer, right? Oh my god, so many times. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. I mean, I feel like we're just riding, like, a wave from it. Yeah, right? definitely. Like, everybody, like, everybody saw that movie. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And now we're just like, okay, I want more of that. Yeah, that's exactly. Like only slightly different. It's very, right? it's such an aesthetic. It's, it's like that... 80s kids horror. on bikes yes yeah always kids on bikes always they spend so much time synthesizers on bikes. some fog machine yeah yeah moments mm-hmm. you know what else we're watching the good place yes oh my goodness everybody needs to be watching the show i don't understand why it's not the most popular show on television I, honestly well maybe because it's on network television oh fine yeah. that's the thing though like people especially people our age i feel like nobody watches network tv anymore that's true yeah uh, like very specific exceptions yeah the good place needs to be one of them it does 100 percent. i'm really glad that i found it on netflix yes definitely because that's definitely how i got started yeah yeah leslie jones has been tweeting about it and it gives me so much life oh bless i know she's Didn't just she like just start i fucking love the good place like i want to be janet ted danson is so good <laughs> like <laughs> janet's my favorite character janet's so fun um yeah, it's really interesting how we we talk about this all the time, but it really subverts network expectations. Like well, but would... like I think like while still fulfilling it, definitely, definitely, right? Yeah, with like yeah. the bright colors and like the bright lighting and yes. the like weird costumes where they're all like in a different shade of blue, right? For like a oh lot my God, of it, yeah. you know. There was some tweet I saw it on Twitter where someone was like, "Everybody shops at Ann Taylor Loft in this world." Oh my God, and <laughs> I don't understand why the amount is... of clogs they have put Kristen Bell in is like honestly like <laughs> i'm honestly like so surprised like by it i've never seen so many clogs it is pretty on point um but it's so good it's such a good show i feel like everybody needs to watch it it's way funnier than you ever expected it to be yes it's way darker than you ever expected to be mm-hmm. ted danson is a, just a charming wonderful as they say, Orville Redenbacher type character. It is. That's the most on point it's description. It's so good. It's self aware in like ways you never expect. I mean, Michael Schur is a fucking genius. Oh my god, yeah, definitely. Ugh. And no spoilers, but the way he switches mm-hmm. Ted Danson at the end of season one, yes, it it, it works so well, and like you buy it, and he, he's yeah, because brilliant. he's just that good, yeah. of, a, of an actor, yeah, and just like you, you totally like believe him, right? Every right. time he says something weird or great or confusing 
definitely oh it's so good it has such good timing in re like discussing ethics yes you know it's actually a really timely show it really is in talking about like you know how to be a good person and how complicated it is to Mm -hmm. call somebody a good or a bad person you know yeah like the gray area i mean yeah yeah it's a good fucking show everybody watch it if you guys don't i think stop what you're doing right now just turn this off turn it off go keep it on but watch it while you're listening to us at the same time there you go multitask um i think Um, we can talk about this though without spoilers necessarily that i think we're both confident that we're going to the medium place we are yeah it's the good place and the the bad place place. it's pretty self-explanatory yeah in like the first episode they explain like okay there's a good place there's a bad place right like what's up you get the idea and then the main character who's played by Kristen bell eleanor is like what about like a medium place yeah for like medium people for medium people yeah and i'm like yeah me exactly 100 percent. we've recently been stuck in a few like waiting room situations yeah um and i was like this is the medium place it is yeah you know there's like vending machines so you're not like completely like oh i'm really thirsty i'm really hungry like right you can get a snack but it's not like satisfying no right like you don't you're not having like a nice sandwich or something you're having like a bag of popcorn yeah and you're like waiting for something to happen and like it's not and you're kind of frustrated but like it beats torture you know It's a medium experience. It's a medium experience. Because you're expecting something good to happen afterwards. So you're like excited. Right. But like, "Mm, you need to hurry, you know? (laughs) This is what uh, Catholics would call purgatory. (laughs) Ah, Yes, it is. Yes, that's the word. But now here it's 2017. It's good, bad, medium. Thank you. Goodbye. Medium is the word. (laughs) It's the word. (laughs) The medium place. We're evolving as people. We are. We are. (laughs) Speaking of good, bad uh mind hunter yes mind hunter mind is... blowing right oh god Ba-dums. wow i'm gonna add in that sound effect such jokes yeah yeah you add in that sound effect yeah. you won't, won't. <laughs> i'm just gonna keep this in <laughs> what do you think you are a dj jockey like, yeah, I don't know. a dj jockey who a am i <laughs> a radio jockey all right auntie um <laughs> oh my god nana has lost her mind <laughs> don't mind me anyway um Good Lord, this show is so good. I hate the title. Mind Hunter. Yeah. I'm hunting Fair. minds. Stop it. <laughs> Please. No, you're not. Stop. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, <laughs> but like, who knew? Jonathan Groff is a freaking revelation. Ooh. Oh, wow. He's so good in this. I can't explain how like surprised, but at the same time, like not surprised. I don't For know. Sure. I feel like he's been in a lot of really good stuff and I've always been like, weirdly proud of him for sure <laughs> like he's but he's like really expanding now mm-hmm. and like i want people to put him in like an oscar buzz movie now yes the I powers that be go from, get him from what i've heard i've yet to yet to watch it i definitely will mm-hmm. but um from what i've heard everyone's really impressed so hopefully them deals i'm gonna start rolling in for him i you know? hope so and like oh my god it's just the way that they deal with these real serial killers right in the show like basically the the premise of the show is about the fbi team that sort of defined serial killer Mm. the Mm -hmm. term Mm -hmm. the terminology and started studying them as a phenomenon right in the 70s and it's just amazing because they're interviewing a lot of these like very famous serial killers Mm -hmm. while they're in prison like Ed Kemper, the co-ed killer and things Mm -hmm. like that. And the way that they're dealing with these very real 
things in this fictional show. I mean, fictionalized. Right. Like, it is all based on a true story. But mm. um, I think they're they're doing it so deftly. Like, it's it doesn't feel like they want you to think that the serial killers are cool. Right. You know? Right. But then they also yeah. aren't saying, like... I mean, they play in grays a lot. It's not black and Definitely. white. It's not, like... You know, when they go and they meet them, sometimes they're disarmed by, like, how charming they are. Right. And it's like, right. wait, what? <laughs> like, Definitely. Yeah. You, I know yeah. how many people you murdered. I've seen the crime scene photos. Right. Wait, right. what? You know? There are some really intense crime scene photos. In yeah. It. So I've heard. Yes. Yeah. I've heard it's a little graphic. But, yeah, for but, sure. Um, but it is photographs. You're not there. It's not right. like them. They're the walking through a crime scene. For sure. That's you know? So it's, it's like yeah. a little bit of a distance. But at yeah. the same time, I think it does give a really nice like weightiness to what they're up to definitely you know right. so that the victims like have their moment right on screen as well that's definitely in a way that's like this is not okay like right, right. don't be fooled by like how interesting it is to talk to them right like what they did was horrific and you i know? think in what tying in what you were saying um about playing in the grays mm-hmm. i feel like so many of those shows it's like yeah you're kind of glorifying it in yep. like a really fucked up way so yeah. it's good to you know show the atrocities that they're committing so mm-hmm. that you can be like oh no wait i don't like it. yeah and i think up. that the the season finale of season one did that very well like cool. they really put a really good button on it without giving any spoilers but y'all yeah. watch some mind hunter i'm gonna watch That's some mind on netflix hunter. it's on netflix hell yeah it's not a plug not so well, have any sponsors i wish we that they just started this <laughs> 10 minutes ago um <laughs> truly well you've been watching um a pretty interesting show. Yeah, it's a little. It's, it's uh, a little bit of a left a turn. Two thousand five. Yeah, a little bit. Two thousand five. Um, <laughs> I am suddenly really into HBO's Rome. Amazing. If you guys don't remember that, that's completely reasonable. <laughs> it's um. It's only you know, whatever. <laughs> literally <laughs> ten years ago. Literally ten <laughs> years, ago, years ago. Over ten years ago. <laughs> um, I don't even know if it was that popular. Uh, but I'm watching it. I love Rome. I honestly didn't know that the show really existed until like two weeks ago. Um, and I, I, I'm working on a Roman, a, a Roman based project, shall I say. <laughs> and um, I, I decided I was going to like watch an episode of the show and I expected it to be crap, but it's, it's so <sighs> gripping. It's like a soap <laughs> opera, but it's period. And it's like, it really does feel like that. Doesn't it? Yeah. It's so dramatic, but like that's how it actually was, which is so funny. They've taken some historical liberties, sure. but like the politics of it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, always I think has a parallel to what's going on in America. Because politics, like, I mean, how much do they really change? Exactly, that's the thing. Politics right? are politics. I think like our system is completely based off theirs, and so, people like, who want power want it. I think a lot of times in a, in a, in the same way. Yeah, I don't know if that show would be made today oh really some of the some of the women Mm -hmm. i think there's some there's some really interesting women i love atia oh the one who everyone calls domina yes yeah her i love her i I think she's a feminist icon she's so extra (laughs) all the time she's just like she always has ridiculous hair she does and ridiculous dresses and she's her eyebrows are like at the top of her forehead oh at my all God. times right just and she just so the high arched. heavens there's like a point in that shit yeah and she's asking thank you 2005 her, right thank you 2005 <laughs> it's so funny it's like it literally is oh my god it's 2005 fashion but, but like roman yeah oh i love when that happens though like when you watch like an 80s yes. period piece and you're like oh yeah we're all we're, 
did everybody have a perm? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you know. When we watched, we also both of us recently watched Blade Runner. Oh and yes, that <laughs> the right hair tangent. But um, yeah, I, I I think it's an interesting show. Regardless, yeah, I think some of the women are underwritten to the point where it is offensive is the wrong word. Mm. Mm. Noticeable. It's yeah. To where you're it's like blatant. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um. It is interesting. It's it's very very topical. Like it's just I can't get over some of the some of the things that they'll like do and say. Especially I'm watching Julius Caesar versus Pompey the Great mm-hmm. right now, and I'm just like, oh my god! Like it's that petty fight mm-hmm. and smear and just blatant lies that we saw in this past election, right? Just, just taken to an extreme because it's like war. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. And it's it's incredible, and the, the you got you guys got to watch it if you want to uh, relive 2016 um, <laughs> in a really big way. Does anybody? Um, if you're a masochist, what happened by Hillary Rodham? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, oh god. My um, favorite part of Rome that I've watched like a couple episodes right yeah. here and there yes. with you, and yeah. my favorite has got to be the opening sequence that is just cartoon okay. graffiti here's the thing on the walls of rome you're making a show about ancient rome all right <laughs> just visually there is so much that you can work with right yeah they what was decided, that pitch? i don't know <laughs> and i don't know why it has nothing to do with the show no like i mean occasionally they'll like pass graffiti they're like okay i don't know like what's this opening sequence look like it's got to be long we have a million people on this cast yes and like yes brian and he's like Okay, hear me out. Graffiti. Graffiti. It's, it's moving animated. on the walls. It's, it's moving around. Animated. It is, yeah. It reminds me a little bit of Chalk Zone. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh my God, no, it is 200% right? Chalk Zone. That's not an exaggeration. No, it's like, and but it's an HBO show. It's shows about Wonderful. war. I don't know. It's weird. All right. Um, <laughs> we're now going to transition into actual current politics. Yes. It's crazy. It's not that different. It's actually really not. And hear me out. Okay. So, so I I came across this article in the New York Times. Um, it was talking about this whole John Kelly thing. So, in case you haven't heard, General um, Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, who is the White House Chief of Staff yeah. for now, um, uh, defended Donald Trump when he uh, had been accused of being insensitive toward a widow of a fallen soldier. Um, so, so Trump, of course, has been just defending himself because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and John Kelly recently um, also came up to defend him. And a lot of people have been talking about his response. Um, he himself was in the Marines and then he lost a son in yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. I don't know how long ago that was. Yeah, um, um, I'm looking at the article now. It's saying um, in late 2010. Okay, so a little while ago. Um, and... Uh, People are people are having a lot of sort of mixed reactions to it um, mm-hmm. because to a lot of people it came off as Kelly calling the military an elite class, right? Um, like separated from the rest of society. Mm-hmm. To an extent, I'm not gonna lie. I do agree with General Kelly in that there is a huge divide between civilian and military mm. yeah. people in this country. Definitely, um, saying like elite class is a little hard. Yeah. Because I feel like America is supposed to be a place where class is not as much of a thing. You know, in in the in the 
Yeah, in the utopic version of, right. of this country. Yes. Um, but yeah, I do think like the war is felt by certain people. It is. And the war is not felt by a lot. Definitely. You know, like the war was very present in my life because right. my cousin was gone and my mom's best friend's husband was gone and, you know, like at different times and, you know, like um, this wonderful woman that I worked with, her son was gone and, right. you know, like th- different people like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we we notice right. that there are people gone and in the military and to worry about them and right. to be aware that we are in a war. One of the interesting things, too, in uh, in in Rome is mm-hmm. the the way like this one soldier like rises through the ranks and then becomes higher class, you know, like yeah. military and class were so intertwined. Like the only reason a lot of these guys like Pompey was a plebe and like what a sentence. Pompey was a plebe. He was. Okay. <laughs> he was a I, plebe, yeah, sure. but he was like a really good general. Yeah. And then that's the only reason that he like became such a powerful guy. Yeah. You know. I mean, um, that's I mean, you watch or listen to the musical Hamilton. I mean, that's like what Hamilton wanted. He's like right. I wish there was a war so I could like become a person. Right, right. In this world. And then he did. Yeah. Do you have any do you have any thoughts on this particularly, you know, this like this comment of elite class? I mean, I think, yeah, I think it was a stretch. Yeah. I don't think, I, I really don't think Kelly was trying to do that. No. I think, oh, I'm just honestly so frustrated about this whole story because they were asking him about what happened in Niger. Right. And then he decides to attack Obama for not calling military families. And like, right. look where we are it, now. Yeah, it became it a whole thing. It was just like, if you had just kept your mouth shut. None of this would be happening. You know what I mean? And not to say it's not an important conversation. I just yeah. feel like I just kind of wish that Trump wasn't so embroiled in the conversation because I feel like it kind of just Especially convolutes since everything he and like draft dodged so many times. We all listen. We agree on things. Yeah. So yelling that we agree on things. <laughs> yelling about things we agree on. Here's another thing that we agree on. Harvey Weinstein is a piece of flaming garbage. Oh. He's my a manatee whale Lord. demon lob of chewed bubblegum yeah Yeah. both um yeah no it was uh so that's a story that i'm sure everybody's heard about and if you don't know about it i honestly don't know what's going on with you um but uh go on twitter question mark go outside go outside are you okay do you need help twice (laughs) um so yeah this this um whole thing uh harvey weinstein was accused by the new york times they wrote a whole Mm -hmm. a whole big piece on it where they were um they accused him of sexual assault Mm -hmm. and sexual harassment throughout the years throughout many 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 years he's very old and um (laughs) very (laughs) disgusting yeah yeah and And story um, broke and a bunch of people came out yeah and the latest person to come out is Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, my president. Wonderful. Lupita Nyong'o. Um, <laughs> nothing but respect for my, my That meme was really funny. Um, so Lupita Nyong'o, she wrote a beautiful piece that mm. was just so eloquently stated. Yes. Her interactions with Harvey Weinstein often mm-hmm. being very difficult in which he pressures her to give him a massage, mm-hmm. uh, give her a massage, uh, accept roles that she doesn't want, mm-hmm. drink alcohol in his presence, and go up to his hotel room with her, with him, and blah 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 blah. Yes, like a lot of the same sorts of stories. Yeah, that the other women 
have been telling. Yeah. And um, Harvey took time out of his super duper packed sex rehab <laughs> schedule because apparently he's in Arizona getting sex rehab mm-hmm. uh, for his sex addiction. In quotes. In quotes. Rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to But he came out against her accusations. And he's she's the only person that he has directly yes, responded, responded to. to right. So black Twitter's pissed um, because <laughs> once so. again, our president, Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o, <laughs> has been attacked by this strange white creature that quite frankly, most black people had not really heard, heard of. of. <laughs> I know. I'm always like surprised when they're trying, when, you know, someone on like a news program or something is trying to explain who Harvey Weinstein yeah. is to people not in this industry. Yeah. If, yeah, if you're outside of entertainment. I guess like, you don't know who that is, but yeah. I'm like, oh, the name Weinstein is omnipresent. Yeah. If you're even it's halfway everywhere. involved with yeah. entertainment. Right. And yeah. that's the, and I think that's the, the scary, that's what made him such a scary, in, again, in quotes, like figure yeah. was because you just, he's, is everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. like both of us know people who yeah. know him. Yeah, you know, because they're high up in entertainment mm-hmm. and um and no yeah that family yes i take issue with a lot of specifics in his in the spokesperson's statement mm-hmm. a spokesperson for weinstein this is from um, an av club article who broke this mm-hmm. and um <laughs> they issued a statement saying mr weinstein has a different mm-hmm. recollection of the events adding that he believes lupita is a brilliant actress and a major force for the industry. So he like calls her by her first name yeah. instead of Miss Nyong'o. He's Mr. Weinstein. He's Mr. Weinstein, but she's Lupita, mm-hmm. some young actress that, oh, uh, is, uh, you know, congratulations. Like, pat on the head. You're such a good person. You know, you're so good at what you do. You're such right. a good little actress. And then adds, last year, she sent a personal invitation to Mr. Weinstein to see her in her Broadway show, Eclipsed. As if that's some sort of indictment saying that she's lying. Right. When she's not in charge of her PR. Of course not. And he, I mean, they know that. Yeah. This is his spokesperson. His spokesperson like, knows that they know how actresses works. aren't in charge of who they invite from the industry to come see them right. in a play. Of course not. Fuck off. Yeah. That makes me so angry. I will say I am quite happy that when this came out, we didn't have all of the like, well, are we sure that this happens? Like, yeah. I feel like it was a relatively quick jump from like this happened to like, yeah, yeah it did. like yeah, we yeah. You, you but know. that's because it was a quote unquote open secret for such a long time. Yeah, that's very true. Which is, I hate that word. Yeah, yeah. that phrase. It's just some shit we don't want to deal with. Yeah, so we won't. Right. We're just gonna allow it to continue happening. This uh, whole thing has also. Um, started this me too campaign yeah hashtag me too um, on social media so um we we have feelings on that right alex yeah yeah we do because i yeah so it it's it was credited to whom there i feel like was it credited to like rose mcgowan or somebody well it was um Alyssa milano was the Alyssa one milano who tweeted it but um, an interesting fact is Me Too is actually a 10-year-old um, movement yeah. started by a woman named Tarana Burke. Um, she, uh, so Alyssa Milano tweeted it out on the 15th of mm-hmm. October. And um, Tarana Burke uh, is a black activist. Um, she wanted to 
uh, sort of let these women be empowered through empathy and mm-hmm. through people hearing their stories and yeah. um, wanting to help them and putting a face to all of these sexual assault cases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Milano, I, I think, you know, no shade, you know, right. at all. Like, I, you know, she never said that she was taking credit. She was for never. It. Yeah. She never said I invented this. Of course. Right. No, she did not. Um, she just suggested it happen. I just want to, you know. We want to give credit a, where credit is yeah, due. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Credit where credit is due. It's a black women issue. I feel like that happens a lot. So Tarana exactly. Burke, you know, yeah. is the one who came up with it. And I think the, I think the meaning has also, unfortunately, become a little, not the meaning, the the intention, the way that Even it was. Even just the vibe around it. Yeah. I think it has know, unfortunately... Yeah. As as social media tends to do, it, it takes things and it Yeah. I don't know. I want I don't want to say corrupts them. No. Um, commercializes them maybe. Yeah. In a way. You know, it was like I don't know. I my issue was suddenly mm-hmm. you go on Facebook, you go on Twitter right. because you're bored at work, you're on a train that's stalled. Hashtag right. MTA. You know, whatever. And Suddenly, it's just filled with this conversation. Right. Very specific, very hard. Yeah. Very, I don't like the word triggering anymore because it has yeah. been completely has. co-opted. Yes. But, um, yeah, very, like, intense yeah. conversation yeah. around, you know, assault and harassment and, you know, something that women talk about amongst themselves. Right. A, lot, a bunch, you yeah. know? Yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, whenever anybody asks me, do you like oh do you want to get an uber and i'll be like yeah i'll order a lift right they go why not uber and i will have that conversation anytime anybody asks me that i'll be like it's because definitely i know people who have been sexually assaulted in an uber car and uber has said go fuck yourself when they reported it so an alarming amount of people too yes which is horrible and very troubling and And then when i say that to people i get oh that's dark Oh, that's oh right, wow! Right. And then they open up their Uber app right. and order another Uber, right. and that's fine and great and everything. I feel like I've done my part in that right. moment to explain why right. and not just brush it under the rug and say like, I don't know, I just like the other one, you know, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like I'm ready to have that conversation whenever it gets brought up right. in a way that is relevant yeah. or whatever. And then suddenly, yeah, it's all over social media. And then everybody's congratulating themselves for right. being supportive of people ha- posting Me Too. Right. And I'm terribly angry. Right. <laughs> I'm right. both sad and angry at equal levels, and they're all at like 500% totally. in my right. person. You right. know, it's just, I felt like it was asking everyone to, who was posting Me Too, to open themselves up to other people wondering what happened to them, right. asking right. questions about what happened to them. Mm-hmm um and whatever and then secondly like all of these fun young dude bros dude gals being like wow i'm listening i believe you and i'm like fuck you what i want is i want your support in the bar i want your support on the subway on the street when a man walks by me and slaps me across the chest because i broke eye contact with him in the middle of the street right and no one says fucking boo even though there's 12 people standing around us when that happened right like, I'm sorry. Now everybody's the hero because they're yeah. on Facebook being like, I believe you. I'm like, right. I don't need your belief. I need right. your fucking support as it's happening. Right. Then I that's need the only to... way that the problem's going to be solved. Yeah. Or at be least... like, 
when your dude is when your dude friend is going like i'm yeah xyz i was being gross be like hey friend no right don't do that yeah that's lame right you know well and the thing is you know i think we also are going to need people to you know it's it, you you put it really well it, the onus shouldn't be on the victims yeah you know i mean i you know the way i look at it is also is just like i'm not going to i'm done explaining to white people why things are racist you know yeah you know, if if you don't like something or if you want to, if you're going to say the N-word, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, listen, no, absolutely not. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. It's not my job then <laughs> to go around and police all these white people right. who go around like singing the N-word when there's a song. Like, no, right. I have other things to do. Exactly. And I don't think that women, especially not the survivors of assault, mm-hmm. should have to go around and explain to people why they should have empathy for them. Yeah, and I'm sorry, like, every woman that I've spoken with was not like, wow, was so surprised to see how many no, people were posting me too. <laughs> we fucking know what's up. We've been saying it. We've been saying it. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and, and anybody who is, quote-unquote, surprised by this Harvey Weinstein scandal yeah. or what's happening with Me Too needs to take a good look at how they fucking walk through this world with their Definitely. head in their ass. Definitely. Because it's happening everywhere. Yeah. It's happening all around you and you need to pay the fucking, you need to pay attention. Exactly. And right. like, I don't know, I want a campaign where it's guys, it's guys saying, yes. I did this thing that was problematic. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I learned from it. Right. Here's how I learned. Right. Here's, Here's what, what I'm happened. Here's what I'm going to do differently yeah. going forward. Yeah, because guess what? It's already over. Yeah. It is the Me Too over. the Me Too campaign is over. Yeah, and the only people who it is is stuck it is stuck with. Yeah, are people who were desperately shaken. Yes, by it. Right. Who deleted Facebook? I've talked to someone who deleted the Facebook app off their phone wow. for like forty eight hours mm-hmm. because they were like, I could not right, right. go on Facebook without bursting into tears. Yes, it was devastating. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that people didn't quite realize was that it can be I mean, triggering. It can be uh, deeply affecting. Yeah. For a lot of people who are not ready or cannot for a lot of reasons, maybe it's their safety. Maybe it's mm-hmm. the fact that they know. That's the other thing. They're, yes. A, a, they know they're assail- the, the, assailant. The assailant. The not assailant. their assailant. I think mm. possessive is weird. Grammar. The, mm, grammar. Anyway, um, <laughs> This is not an NPR podcast. Don't fucking uh, shout out to our grammar. sister grammar podcast where we just shout out, uh. shouts out, shouts out. Um, yeah, I I think that like the the st- I mean statistically it's yeah. it's shown that like more people who have been you know survivors of sexual violence have known their attackers. Right. A lot of people know their attackers. Right. A lot of people are still quote unquote friends not just facebook friends but friends with people who have done inappropriate and you know harassing things to them right right so to then post on facebook opens up the opportunity for said person to like that status to comment on that status which is fucking upsetting it is yeah for that person to see for people who know what happened to see right it's fucked the fuck up and yeah. social media i don't think is where we should be having this conversation no definitely not this isn't this is a go out into the world and make change thing I yeah think, it's you know. when when something gets brought up and it's related 
say something. Yeah. Say, say that thing that you can say. If you can't advocate for yourself, I find it easier to advocate for other people, honestly, right. yeah. a lot of the times. Definitely. When shit's going down and like some dude's got me cornered at a bar or whatever, right. I have a really hard time getting right. myself out of that situation. Right, when it's right. a friend of mine or even a person I don't know, right. I am in there so quick, for you know, sure. right. as right. like a five foot one woman, I have been kind of called upon yeah. to act, to act bravely right. or whatever. And like, I find it easier to do with other people, right. you right. know, so go help other people so that, I mean, cause then I, I feel like then maybe someone will do that for me. Right. Definitely. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good message. I think especially, I think dudes, too, dudes especially to dudes. Up. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. Just, like, this, this whole like excuse of like he what, but what if he hits me? I'm a guy, so I'm more in danger of being hit. Fuck yeah. you. No, Are you kidding? dude, a dude will hit me. Yes. If he's gonna roofie this girl in this bar right now, he's gonna fucking gonna hit me. He's gonna shove me on the ground. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. No. Obviously, right? And like I do, I do appreciate that it helped some people in showing solidarity. Definitely, it helped people feel not alone. Yeah. And yeah. I and I fully appreciate that aspect of it. And I don't think it's like all bad. But no, I do think that not. like we do need to talk about the fallout. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people were really traumatized by that day. Yeah. That yeah. those 24 hours, yeah. those 48 hours, that was all their timeline was. Yeah. And now that it's like gone. Yeah. It's even harder. Like, you know, me yeah. and my mom always said like, like after someone dies, mm-hmm. right? We don't we don't send gift baskets right. like the day of the funeral. Mm-hmm. We send it two weeks later, right? Because that's the part when it hurts the most, right? When everybody's right. gone right. home, yeah. yeah. When your life is back in its quote unquote like usual Normalcy. thing, right. mm-hmm. but now it's different, right? Because this terrible thing has happened, right? You know, you've lost this person, or in this case, like all of that has been dredged up, right? Into your normal life, right? Of like everyone I. Like, almost every woman I know, including myself, has experienced sexual violence. Right, right. And now I have to just go about my daily life with that rattling around in my brain and my heart. Right. You know? Definitely. So, like, let's bring support to people now. Yes. That it's, quote, unquote, over. 100%, right? I'd also just like to, one of the things that I I thought about posting this Mm -hmm. on uh, the day, and I did not because I don't want to... I mean, you know, I think I don't want to seem like I am dividing... um, on racial lines because I think sexual assault is an issue that affects all women. Yeah. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to come off in a way, but I did just want to give, shed some light on the fact that native American women experience sexual assault um, at a rate that is quite frankly, unimaginable an alarmingly high. It is alarmingly high. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but there were something like 90% of um, Native women will experience harassment or assault. Um, a lot of that will be um, by non-Native people. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that will go completely unconvicted because um, the yeah. n- Native courts, tribal courts, can't prosecute non-Native people. Right. And they can't um, prosecute at uh, as high of a level. Exactly. They can't. Their rulings are often much less severe yeah. than the United States government's rulings because right. the United States government has set that up to be so. Yeah. The, they want 
they want the the native people to only have a certain amount of power exactly and yeah. and so the these women are their rape is a humongous issue a on reservations issue. and i and i felt like i've i mean it felt like for a long time that this is just something that like nobody even knows about mm-hmm. so i just wanted to there's there's a lots of you know organizations and stuff that support them so i just wanted to like shout that out and like shed keep some it in your, light yeah. you know just keep 100%. it in the back of your head and and again this is not at all to belittle the experiences of women of other right. ethnicities and races and stuff it's all horrible and it happens so often yeah. but i just i i just wished there was a little bit more of like a like these because these women need to be reached out to because yeah. they don't really have anyone else to turn to yeah and and just i, I don't want that to be um you know forgotten or, or not not acknowledged it's a small um, and extraordinarily exploited population definitely and yes. i think that the huge a huge issue is that the narrative is that like native people don't exist anymore yeah exactly they're treated like past tense right right you know mm-hmm. and i mean there's huge issues here and in canada yes you know mm-hmm. there exactly. are there are right. major issues with the native uh tribes and you know disputes between sovereignty right and territory and stuff like that but in that mixed up in all of that are these women yeah exactly you know and experiencing sort of that type of cultural violence of Mm -hmm. erasure and also sexual violence yeah just this disgustingly alarming rate right so this like theoretical idea of sovereignty right no on the ground women Mm -hmm their rapists are getting away right because exactly of of the bureaucratic red bullshit tape yes you know mm-hmm. of like well how much can these tribal courts really do how much right. power do we want to give them right. you know whatever and it's like what what the fuck exactly right? you know there are real fucking consequences to yeah. this shit i mean you think about how like shitty our courts are when it comes <laughs> to rape convictions you oh my know? god yeah so it's like yikes it's can worse you imagine? than that right <laughs> you know? yeah it's like doubly is worse. Yeah. Doubly is bad. Doubly Again, is worse. Again, our grammar, our grammar podcast <laughs> on NPR, where we go through this podcast and pick out all the times we were inconsistent with our grammar. It is a four hour long podcast. <laughs> um, it requires an essay yeah. from all the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all um, right. All right. All right. Well, well, let's let's wrap this up on maybe a, a little bit of a lighter note. OK, great. Shall we? Alex. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you often on the internet? Oh my God. Literally all the time. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, same. Great. So this is going to be what we're going to end every podcast with. Woo. It's this fun segment called the internet junk drawer. Bum, bum, bum. It's a theme song. Oh, that's a theme song. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Has this podcast scared you yet? Are you scared? Are you, scared? Are you nervous? Anyway, um, <laughs> here's some like weird Wikipedia pages. I think that you need to read in full. Yes. All right. Um, we're going to start with, uh, one that we, we got into by accident. This is the inception (laughs) of this idea. Um, we, we watched, uh, for whatever reason, the Teletubbies television show. We watched a clip. Um, a clip of it. I think I got the Tubby Custard theme song stuck in my head. Yes, that was it. Like we wanted to see. The weird little, like, Tubby Custard. Yeah. Tubby Custard. It's the pink goo. So creepy. So weird. So we watched a clip of uh, Teletubbies and then we... Um, went on Wikipedia and we're like, hey, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is this, this show? <laughs> <laughs> what is the plot? 
this television program that we show children. Yes. So we went and uh, we we looked up the Teletubbies. It's just okay. Have do you a have drink. some of? Do you have some of the? I do. The I do. Yes. So we we took. Oh my some, god! The most horrifying. We took some screenshots of these quotes, and I intend to make a disturbing collage of. <laughs> um spooky yes for halloween right in time for halloween the teletubbies um first of all oh yeah this show it the the, the it page starts, starts by saying that it's notable for its high production values i encourage you sure? to watch the 90s version <laughs> of the teletubbies are you sure about the high production um, values i just not quite sure who mm-hmm. mm. and um so the teletubbies are named for the television screens implanted in their abdomen um, <laughs> just think about that just take a minute yes so great cast of characters i am sure you guys all remember um tinky winky dipsy lala and poe now tinky winky is a controversial character ladies yeah, and gentlemen which i didn't realize until no, reading neither. this okay. wikipedia article yes thank you wikipedia <laughs> um it says here that uh he warns parents as a reviewer warns parents that tinky winky could be a covert homosexual symbol because he is purple the gay pride color and his antenna is shaped like a triangle the gay pride symbol oh my god he's a queer he's a covert homosexual (laughs) turning all of our children gay yes (laughs) terrifying absolutely stupid um there's dipsy Uh uh-huh apparently according to wikipedia dipsy is black the creators have stated that he is black (laughs) what 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 color is Dipsy again? Dipsy, um, let's see. I think it says his antenna resembles oh, green. a dipstick. Green. Actually, if you look at the pictures uh, of the television. Oh, his little face is darker, his right? His face is darker. Um, so good to know, ladies and gentlemen, this is not blackface. It's Dipsy is a man black. of color. <laughs> oh my god. What? Oh, and in this he's wearing a uh a hat. Oh, there's a great picture here where he's wearing a, a cow skin top hat so weird that okay. is so weird so so yeah just i would say take a take a quick peek take a gander maybe take a drink maybe a couple puffs of weed something um, to just take the edge off of what you're about to read yes. about the teletubbies because it's what we were exposed to as children i mean we kind of missed it it was like we were thankfully a little just too a old little bit. i remember seeing some of it yeah even- my younger siblings would watch it if it accidentally came on after right. something else. Even as a child, my mom I would tell me to run weird. over and turn the television off yeah. when Teletubbies came. Oh yeah, on. your mom she was, was super averse to it. She right? was because she was like, "What is this KGB mind programming, terrifying program?" Oh my god! Wait, the Tubbytronic Superdome. Do you remember that? That's oh yeah, that's live. what their house is called. What the actual <laughs> fuck? The Tubbytronic <laughs> Superdome. What is this? Who wrote this show? I know. For children. <laughs> Literally, it's for babies. It's for like, yeah. Another one that we we love is the Hollow Moon Wikipedia page. Classic. This is an it's actual... a classic conspiracy it's theory. A, it is. It's wonderful. You know, are the Russians using this orb that we look up to and think is the moon as a space station to monitor the Earth? I don't I know. I love that like, everything's, <laughs> everything's vintage and it's like Russia's scary again, you know? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> everything's vintage. Oh, my God. Everything's coming back. Everything's, everything's coming the back. The 90s are back. The 70s are back. Russia's, we're in a cold war with Russia again. Again. Kind of. There's a nuclear standoff. Oh my God. So fun. So vintage. So, so vintage. 50s, 60s, very hot for fall 2017. There's misogynist in the White House. Cuban oh, Russell just, Crisis. Just, oh, and brings me back. This brings me um, back. Yeah, so there's the Holly, the Hollow Moon um, 
or oh look apparently the spaceship moon hypothesis hypothesis please <laughs> um <laughs> no, oh conspiracy theory. No scientific evidence exists to support the idea that's right but it's a lot of fun to read about. it is it's super fun um shout out to the pictures mm. in this article yeah wikipedia has the best photos yeah look at this it's is so it, good it's a fun uh a fun some some poor graphic designer uh <laughs> was paid to create what the inside of this hollow moon the spaceship design. looks like yeah hell yeah it's kind of death starry and i kind of dig it i mean isn't that where this probably all came from yeah um one one wikipedia page that is very exciting for mm. halloween yes very spoopy, mm, spoopy. is um rasputin Oh, yes. Rasputin's Wikipedia page Rasputin. and the um, assassination of the Romanov family mm-hmm. is, which you all might know uh, from Anastasia. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the classic, DreamWorks film. The classic DreamWorks film, Anastasia. Yes. So fabulous. Um, but the real story is actually equally as scary and weird mm-hmm. as the as the DreamWorks movie. Yeah. I mean, Anastasia definitely was murdered yeah. in that basement. Like, sorry. Yeah about that but um she's not she didn't secretly escape with a nice boy with a butt cut middle part 90s haircut that butt unfortunately all those all those princes i know had butt cuts all of them they all look like they just stepped out of a 98 degrees music video (laughs) (laughs) do you guys also side note remember um how at the end of the disney film mulan there is a duet by 98 degrees and stevie wonder <laughs> it's the credits song do you get stevie wonder and 98 degrees what i don't know <laughs> that wasn't weird to me as a that child a, that was now, a rough year for stevie wonder i guess i guess i don't know <laughs> it's a harmonica all of a sudden like, we're like fuck? is that stevie wonder and 98 degrees anyway <laughs> but yeah uh rasputin <laughs> It's a good spooky read for Halloween. Terrifying. Will fucking freak you out. The pictures especially. This dude was terrifying. Alex had a really good uh, Halloween costume idea if you'd like to share it with Oh, the... um, Ras Putin. Get it? Get it? Get it? Put that sound <laughs> you get a picture of Putin's face. Yeah. And you get a big long beard like Ras Putin. Yeah. And it's just all of Mother Russia wrapped yeah. up in one costume. It's right for you. Quite brilliant. So I think, yeah, you, know. you, can, you guys can take that to the bank. Yeah, feel free to use it. Patent pending, but like we're high. but like we should sell it. We could sell it in one of those. Uh, let's in the get. Spirit it'll Halloween be store. our first piece of merch. There we go. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> what is this? What are we doing? I don't know. Okay. Just kidding. Um, so yeah, definitely read through that. The pictures are very haunting. Yeah, very He's a scary looking. Guy. Yeah, and the pictures of the family is also super haunting. Yeah, I I've always felt like a weird, not connection, I guess, but fascination with the mm. Romanov family, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, because. The only famous Alexandra that I could really ever think of or know, mm. like, I don't know, knew anything about as a child was the Zarina Alexandra, mm-hmm. who is the mother of Anastasia. Right. And the reason Rasputin was around her children constantly and Ooh, probably yeah. assaulting them, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, she brought him in as a as like a holy man and like a man of mm-hmm. perhaps medicine Uh-oh. to help her young son who is sick, who right. is chronically ill, but didn't want to tell anybody that that was why he was always around everyone was like why is this creepy guy always at court what the fuck right right and she was like don't worry about it and like fucking spinning out yeah um yeah so there's that uh definitely check it out it's really fucking rough some of it it would make a really interesting film like i would love a film about the intense what actually happened yeah yeah because it was fucked up yeah 
it was real fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting tale of like an overthrow of aristocracy. Right. Yeah. You know, oh, I mean, sure, it's like, sure. that's what, you know, that's what was going on. The Romanovs were the gentry, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and the people came out and said, no, thank you. And right. everybody call everybody comrade and yada, yada, <laughs> <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Oh my God, yeah. And now we have Putin. Yeah. Well, God. we don't have him, but they do. Thank God. Well, do well we? we do. Yeah. Anyway. We have him. Um, <laughs> so I guess this is the end of our first fucking podcast. First podcast. We did it. We recorded it. And uh, nothing else to say nothing. for now. So, except um, for all these plugs. Go. Except for all these plugs. Oh, get ready. <laughs> Facebook. Ridiculous People Productions. Like us. Follow us. I think that's a thing you do on Facebook. It is. Yeah. Weird. Keep up. Keep up, you guys. Yeah, guys. If you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it, I'm at Alex Shan on both. A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. She is. And I'm Liviosa. Hell yeah. Like Harry Potter, kind of. L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. Yep. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. It really helps us out. Hell Get yeah. Five Get star that five rating. star. Thank you. All right. Much love, you guys. Bye.